what is Cafe Mocha? Cafe Mocha is experts, celebrities. What's up? This is Belle Bid DeVoe. This is Julie Idris Elba. This is Fantasia. This is Invo. This is India Ari. Oh, much more. All from a woman's perspective. What flavor are you, baby? This is Cafe Mocha. This weekend, we've got Johnny Gill. He's ready for his versus battle. And guess who's on his list? You're going to find out. Plus, if you're scared about having your child back in school during the Omicron surge, at least one pediatrician says maybe you should. Maybe you shouldn't. That's coming up. Cafe Mocha begins now. Happy New Year. Year. I was in New York with all that Omicron floating around. Ugh, just disgusting. Yeah, a lot of people are catching it. People are calling it a Marion. It's a meme going around. (laughs) Poor thing. He put out a a video. He says, I'm not a virus. He's like, poor thing. He gets on every morning and talks so peaceful, like, you know, in his praying hands. And he's talking in this real soft tone. And But that's great for him. him. Because he's like on the news. I mean, I saw a news segment um, with with (laughs) a clip of his, uh, like, uh, for him. Anybody do anything fabulous over the holidays? Well, even though, I mean, it's been two years since I took a vacation, I decided to go to Hawaii and it rained all four mm-hmm. days. I was like, oh, it, and they were like, it never rains this time of the year. Like, oh my goodness. You didn't come back pregnant, did you? <gasps> no. Oh, oh, oh you know, God. Rain brings no. babies. What? What? No. It's no. One of the good things, though, that did happen, even though it rained, was that um, I uh, ran into Michelle Obama, our forever first lady. And uh, she was just a joy. I was at the restaurant and um, I went to the bathroom. I came out and I promise you, she was just standing there. And I was like, Michelle? And she's like, Lonnie. And I was like, oh my goodness. You know, know, this is my home away from home. And I was like, oh my goodness. Because she had just released the New Year's uh, Eve photo of her and President Obama. And I was like, we loved that picture Mm -hmm. of you too. You look like you were having so much fun. When I tell you, ladies, she looks relaxed. She had her natural curls out. She had her little outfit that was like so cute and I was like oh my goodness you know I Wait. didn't want to bust out crying but and I, I contained Wait. myself Angelique I did you know Wait Lonnie how dope is it that you have our forever wife of the president queen of United States know you by name how dope is that? I know. Well, you know it, it's what happens when you know we're uh, actually a small circle in this country and I think we don't realize it until it happens right but you know i've been fortunate to be on the show and people have to realize on the real when she was the first lady we were the first talk show that got invited to the white house and that was because of michelle obama being the first lady and then also i worked with her campaign when we all vote and then i also she called me back to the white house to lead a panel for young women in in engineering and stem So we've developed a relationship off and on. She knows that, you know, if ever she needs me, I'm there. 
So right. it was just nice to see her and to be acknowledged by her. And I was like, oh, can we take a selfie? You know, because I had that. I had that. <laughs> I was like, I came out the bathroom when I saw her. I was like, oh, let me fly about fall. Your hands all wet. Yeah, oh, oh, you know, it was dry because I dry them off. And um, took the selfie and it was like, I said, let's keep our mask on because, you know, we don't want to be in the news. Like, she mm-hmm. in Hawaii with no man. I said, let's keep it on. She gave a peace sign and people just loved it. And people were like, Lonnie, only you would go to Hawaii and see Michelle Obama because nobody knew she was there. Nobody knew. And I didn't know. Right. Donnie, let me hold some money. You, you're going to the right places. Give me some money. I'm at the wrong places. <laughs> but it That's was great. it was a wonderful, great way to start off the new year. Now, what about you ladies? New Year's. Well, I kicked the year off as I always do with the birthday. So uh, we had Happy birthday. Thank you. We had a socially, I don't want to say socially distanced because it wasn't even socially distanced. They got me a gorgeous cake and then everybody FaceTimed in. (laughs) So I'm sitting there with this big cake. Everybody from all over, you know, the family FaceTime in. I cut the cake and eat one piece. Oh, how was the cake? It was great, but was it your favorite card? Um, it wasn't my favorite. Normally, normally, mom does my great grandmother's red velvet recipe. Mm. Oh, yes, yeah, Mm. but always came up to red velvet, yeah. And it's, I mean, all that nonsense that they do at the local restaurants and national. Ain't like great grandma's recipe. Mm -mm. Mm. Well, I'm Mm. telling you something. You are the best looking 85 year old I know. (laughs) Let me tell you, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. (laughs) (laughs) Birthdays are a blessing. Happy birthday, Angela. I know. (laughs) Yeah, this was my, my grandson's second Christmas and this year we we just everybody poured in gifts to him so he was opening gifts he was just playing with stuff and we need batteries batteries grandma batteries and then when he finished opening up all his gifts he said I want more I want more I said more what he said more gifts more gifts I said this is all we have I said next year I just have to start wrapping pots and pans <laughs> that's cute just, just so he can open up yeah, yeah he just wanted something to open so mm-hmm. yeah a- anybody give more than they got or gave any got anything they wanted to give back you know i'm really not a big a big gift giver this time of the year um so i just basically um make my donations make sure that everybody's okay and you know send a little money and then i'm good so you know my gift is is always that i had a great year um knock on wood i i haven't um contacted covid yet and um i've been able to be vaccinated and boosted and i'm just happy for my health yeah so grateful for that you know and i think that's what we all we all going through hard times um and we have to remember what to be grateful for so i'm grateful to see little tink tink on your ig <laughs> yo yo is like so know. cute he is adorable anybody else feel like ill don't don't hit me with the gift card if you yeah. just give me a gift i'm happy so I, i'm not you know it's i don't know i'm just not, yeah, it's, it's nice though to see that somebody thought of you and they went out or either they ordered it or something and they, they wrapped it up and, and that's nice you know, yeah. but a gift is a gift for me. I, I realize my kids don't like the gifts I've got them when they're still sitting under the Christmas tree. 
I'm like, hey, come get the stuff. <laughs> you know, in front of the Christmas tree, right? That is funny. Oh, well, what we love. A new year, 2022. Here we go. It is Cafe Mocha. Angelique, Alani, love, yo-yo on the line. It's been so long. Mr. Johnny Gill, welcome back to the show. Thank you for having me. You know, I love coming to the show, so... I'm happy to be back, and uh, I still don't wear, I don't have a hearing aid and everything, so I can hear you clear <laughs> and everything, you know what I'm saying? I ain't in the rocking chair yet, you know what I'm saying? This is awesome. You well, know, how's it what been? What time is the party? <laughs> okay, I love, I love you can still party. We'd have been through a pandemic, and Je- Johnny can still party. It's like, I love it. Hell yeah! <laughs> I, I love it. <laughs> How you been, brother? I am hanging in there. Just uh, been working and running. And as we say, all of us, life don't discriminate. All of us dealing with life, trying to survive and get through the process, dealing with with this whole situation. But hey, listen, we're here and I'm grateful. Yeah. How has the pandemic been for you? I mean, you know, for artists, it's hard. Like you can't tour. I mean, what have you been doing? Oh, I've been sitting around lying to people's daughters, calling them, hey, girl, you know, I've been thinking about you. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to tell you something. Uh, you, you know, I'm going to tell you. Matter of fact, uh, what are you doing? You, uh, you still collecting that, uh, uh, that child support? What's, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I ain't worked in a couple of years. <laughs> We love you, Johnny. But you know I got issues. All you gotta do, all you gotta do is call and sing to him, Johnny. All you gotta do is when as soon as they say hello, you just sing the song. Oh yeah, I say that for the special ones. That's giving some real heavy donations. I, that's what I do. I say the good ones. I say that for the best the best for last. But Johnny, um, I see that you are you're gonna be performing on the Urban One Honors. Uh how yeah, was that? That was fun. I mean, you know. Without Jimmy and Terry, we're paying tribute uh, 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 Andre, Arne, and Jimmy and Terry. And without Jimmy and Terry, let me tell you, Ralph and I and all of us, we, the, the, you know, people that have worked, artists that have worked with Jimmy and Terry, without them, we wouldn't be who we are today. And it was, it was when I got the phone call, I told them absolutely, we'd be honored to, to take care of them. So it was fun. We had a great time with it, and uh, looking forward to uh, seeing it. So. But it, you, was, it was pretty awesome. I mean, I can't wait for that because, you know, I love our our black honor shows because we we get the people that actually going to sing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. We're not going to get somebody that's, you know, like, you know, the, 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 the fruit of the moment. We get, no, 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 right. you're going to have to sing. <laughs> yeah, that's, it's, it's crazy that you said that because I thought it was just me watching how they do these tributes and it's just, oh, go, let's just get the hottest, whoever is hot at the moment versus trying to figure out what right piece fits that puzzle and for that moment. And it's just, it's sometimes it really just annoys me because it's like, it's not they pick the artist that you hate. It's just that you think, did they, did they think about putting in the time to find the right, you know, mm-hmm. pieces to make it really, uh, you know, to, to make it really effective, but uh, yeah, yeah it's just what it is, you know, the, the right production piece. I know because of this pandemic, Johnny, people are really craving, craving some real crooners. They, you know, there's no more auto tunes and singing behind uh, uh, the microphone in a booth. You know, people are really ready to see some live music. So we are so yeah. excited to know that you guys are coming back. Yeah, we we're excited to 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 uh, to get ready to do it, and 
uh, it's been, uh, you know, obviously a long time coming for us. And, you know, it's just that uh, I have often said sometimes when we put things in perspective and you let go and let God, he also has a plan, even through the madness. When you're sitting here scratch, trying to scratch your head, trying to figure out what he's, you know, he's always, you know, that just when you think he's up to nothing, he's always up to something. And it, it's amazing to look back and see our journey and to see how far we've come, to look at what we've gone through, through our ups and our downs and our challenges. But at the end of the day, when he lifts his hands and say, it's time, there's, you know, there's nothing we can do but answer <laughs> the call. So we're, we're, we're grateful. Uh, everyone seems to be in a great space, and it's just moving in a direction where we're looking and going, this is how how, how things work and life work. And sometimes you got to go through the process in order to get to the other side. So what a blessing. So Johnny, let me tell you, mm -hmm. we talk about blessings. You and New Edition on the AMAs, that was awesome. Do you realize you took a whole, you, you just introduced yourself to a whole new generation because they didn't know what, they was like, who is these black men with these beautiful color hats <laughs> and outfits on? Y'all was trending. It was like, they they never seen, this this generation, they call them Gen Zers. They never seen anything like that. And when I say, you all looked so good that night. Yeah, yeah. Oh, thank I'm you. Serious, thank I was you. so proud because I know all of y'all, you've always been a, a great supporter of us, Johnny. How was that feeling yes. performing that night at the AMAs? It was insane. It was, uh, you know, because that was a moment to be, first of all, you know, Donnie, you know, Walbert, that's my twin. So oh. it was so funny because we are, yeah, that's my longtime brother. Let me tell you, Donnie and I, that's my road dog. We used to get in so much trouble. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What, what kind of trouble? So we have, we have a theme song and how we always introduce ourselves to people because we all, you know, he always, we introduce each other. As, I, I, uh, that's my, uh, my, uh, my twin. So people look at us like, what? So, and then I go, okay, Donnie, maybe they don't understand. You ready? And our theme song is twins. How many of us have been talking song for years? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah, I it just was so loved much it. Fun. Let me tell you, it was magical. And just having everybody under one roof. And we've been, you know, it's been a, uh, we've been in talks about doing something together at some point. And just that little bit of time that we spent just uh, rehearsing and hanging out, uh, it was, we had the best time. <laughs> New edition along with New Kids on the Block. I mean, it's really the same generation. I mean, mm -hmm. we, yeah. we, yeah. Why can't you do a tour? Mm -hmm. Why can't you do mm -hmm. like what Chicago and Earth, Wind, and Fire did? It's like, hey, same yeah, generation exactly. of people. Let's just roll and make some money. They've yeah, been doing yeah. that tour for years. New, new edition yeah. and New Kids on the Block. I, I see it all How day. How many rehearsals did it take, Johnny, for y'all to make that performance? Uh, we did maybe a little over a week. Uh, okay. and then we did maybe a, th a few days just with, uh, with the guys, with new kids. Uh, they were in one room getting theirs together and we was in one getting ours. And then I think the, uh, right. The last couple of days we came together and started walking through everything and, and it just uh, all came together. We had so much fun. Is there a process to fine tuning your voice or does your voice just always remain the same? Pretty much remains the same. I mean, listen, I don't use auto tunes. I don't do none of that stuff. So I, I, I'm human. There are days it's there. Some days it's, it's okay. Some days it's at its peak, whereas it's like 
Bring it on. What else do you want me to sing? Well, bring, I mean, bring it on. Sing something like, for us. Sing, sing, sing a little something for us, Johnny. You sing a little something for us, Johnny. You know I got to get them. Sing something, Johnny. I got one for you. You'll never find. <laughs> <laughs> That we gonna have to play that song. It's Cafe Mocha, Lonnie Love, Yo Yo, Angelique on the line. Our favorite Johnny Gill. Now, New Edition just announced a thirty-city culture tour with Charlie Wilson and Jodeci. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, How yeah. going down. Is How is it's it going down with all the originals as well with Jodeci? So. We're coming back together, reunion. Wow. They're coming back together, reunion. So it's gonna be a really an awesome night. And and of course, you know, Uncle does what he does. So oh my it's gosh. gonna be an awesome night. Mm. Yeah. Y'all yeah. gonna y'all fun. gonna have a hard time keeping up with Charlie Wilson because <laughs> hello. hello, that young man does not play <laughs> on stage. So oh, I, Uncle goes in. He goes in <laughs> when he goes. But you know, that's what this is about. It's about making sure that people get out when they come out. They have been in and and you know been 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 locked down for so long that when they you know for those that are ready to get out and come out that we just give them something that really they, they can appreciate and uh, you know you know Uncle Gum he comes to bring it but you know Jonesy's gonna bring it and then you know we we, we ain't scared <laughs> never have been. <laughs> When you start to talk about four or five different entities in one and everybody's catalog, mm. uh, we got enough to punch you out and knock anybody out. Absolutely. <laughs> well, I know the groupies don't disappear because we're, we've always been new edition groupies, Johnny Gill groupies. So I know that people are waiting and anticipating you guys getting out and performing in their city because I know we are so excited to see you guys back out on stage doing your thing and not singing but singing to us. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're coming. We're coming to bring the noise. So it's gonna be fun. I think I it's can. gonna people are gonna really enjoy it. Oh, they really are. And you know, it's also needed. And it's real singing, Johnny. Like you said, it's not no auto-tune and things oh, like that. It's that. like people that know what a C flat is. I love it. Yep. Um yeah. now, now Johnny C flat. <laughs> I, I need to talk to you about uh you said that you know you would you would do a versus battle. Who would you do a versus battle with? Bring on any bum. I'll take on any bum. Bring them on. I ain't scared. Who? What do you want? Who, who do you think? No, you know who I would love to do it with? <laughs> I would love to do it with my uncle, my uncle Charlie. That would be fun. And it's like you want to do it with some like people you got history with and you have fun and you have a you know relationship with that's what makes it a uh, uh, a night to celebrate and have fun you know what i mean and mm-hmm. i'm like you know if, if that was the one person i could think of right off the off the bat Ooh. it would be my uncle that would be fun. Johnny, yeah. Johnny, Johnny, you you coming kind of strong talk about you want to go against uncle charlie well see if <laughs> uncle goes if uncle goes gap band i'll go new edition i'll go lsg now, if Uncle goes just me and him, we go toe to toe. Ooh, I want to see it. I want to see that. Yes, I, I see the picture. I see it. Yes. Ooh. You already formulated it. This is I good. see it. I can see it. You oh, need to call God. somebody and make it happen. <laughs> I would love no, I, that. Yeah, I love love my uncle. And let me tell you, we, we um, have so much fun when we're together, just like. I mean, when I went out with him on tour, 
I would, I mean, I go on first, Fantasia second, and, and I'll go close, but I would actually stay through the whole run, and every night me and him would close out just rocking together, and it would be, I, I mean, we would have just a blast. So if there was anyone that would be fitting that I would love to do that with and have fun with, that would be Uncle. Johnny, you know, as we close, you have longevity in in this industry. What is it about you that has made you to be able to be in this industry and still be a force that people know and people love? What do you think that your success has been, your key to success? Uh, first and foremost, God. I know it sounds corny. It sounds like it's so cliche, everyone, but um, being uh, and having and believing in him and, and, and that's my, that's my, that's where I turn to. And I, and it, it has allowed me, afforded me, listen, I've gone through life like anybody else. We've had to go through some ups and downs and we've had to grow. We've made some good decisions and not some good ones. And God still has kept us and brought us here, but to get to a point and a place where you can appreciate everything that has been, that you've done or that God does for you. Uh, he continues to bless me with more. I look at people, nobody is above or below. I don't care from the trash man to the president. Everybody gets treated the same. Uh, I have, you know, compassion for it, for human life, period, and for people. So it's like one of those things that I think being staying humble. I like to laugh. I look at things, find humor in things, but I'm also humble. And I understand that when there's a time to laugh at people and when there's a time to to help them, to to to, to root for them, to um, to, to support them. So uh, it's just you know, one of those things that I believe it's about God for me. It's about being humble. Well, you are humble, but we love you when you sing it, especially when you say, take off that red. Woo! Woo! Yeah. <laughs> you know, Teddy used to say, turn off the lights. But yeah. shoot, I tell him what to put on. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, Johnny. Happy yes, New Year. Year. Oh. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. I'm going to yes, see you in concert. I'm going to see you with the fellas, okay? I'm going to be backstage. Absolutely. Okay. You know I got you covered, so absolutely. Well, have love a you guys. Love, love you. you. Okay. Here's your dose of espresso. Strong, hot news now. This is the espresso. The fashion world lost an icon this week, Andre Leon Talley. I was the only black man right. in the international world of fashion. Yes. So I had been privileged to give this, this place in the world, and I just got up and did my work. I didn't think about anything. I didn't think about, was I a pioneer? Was I an icon? I just did it. His documentary, The World According to Andre, is streaming on Hulu and HBO Max. More states are legalizing weed, but would you vote for a guy who smoked all blunt in his campaign ad? Gary Chambers is running for the Senate in Louisiana. He hopes you will. Black people are four times more likely to be arrested for marijuana laws than white people. States waste $3.7 billion enforcing marijuana laws every year. Most of the people police are arresting aren't dealers, but rather people with small amounts of pot, just like me. And NBC has a new all-black comedy called Grand Crew. Maybe you should talk to a therapist. Therapy? Uh, no, I'm good. Black people don't do therapy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm black and I go to therapy. Yeah, and some black people play hockey too, but that doesn't make it normal. You can check out Grand Crew Tuesday nights, NBC at 8.30. That's the espresso. We're at Cafe Mocha Radio. 
Announcing the Mocha Podcast Network, an innovative lifestyle podcast network featuring conversations from a black perspective. Curated with respected voices led by actresses and comedians Sherry Shepard and Kim Whitley. We're funny and we have a yes. point of view. We call that edumatainment. That's what we call it. Is that what it is? Veteran TV journalist Rolanda Watts. Shocking the heck out of everybody. The legendary Unky Divas in Vogue. This topic is girl groups in the industry. To syndicated broadcast personalities, Lonnie Love and Dee Dee McGuire, as well as an array of experts and activists. Mocha Podcast Network, a lifestyle destination with authentic voices and perspectives designed to enrich and empower women of color with a unique listening experience. More than a destination, the Mocha Podcast Network is a full-service studio that offers an ongoing portfolio of production, distribution, marketing, guest booking, and most importantly, ad sales. With a unique revenue model for podcasters that includes customized promotional campaigns created specifically around podcaster and targeted audience, service social media promos and pushes, MPN brand advertising, Targeted electronic newsletter. Experienced sales representation. For advertisers, the Mocha Podcast Network is a safe marketplace to align their brands with trusted voices, organically engaging the highly in-demand female consumer and more. With quality over quantity, from concept to completion, now is the time for content creators and brands to join the innovative Mocha Podcast Network and experience unapologetic conversations with a new perspective. It's Cafe Mocha. This is Cafe Mocha. I'm Angelique. Did you think we were going to get this far into the new year without having a doctor on to talk about coronavirus? You know us better than that. Joining me now, a pediatrician serving the Atlanta area, Dr. Samira Brown. She's teamed up with Cobb Institute for free vaccine events around the country. Welcome to Cafe Mocha, Dr. Brown. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me. No problem. The Omicron variant swept through New York City during the holidays. And we know once it hits New York, it slowly makes its way around to other states. How are things looking in Atlanta right now? You know, we are having a surge, I think, almost everywhere across the nation, just, you know, way more than we ever had. You know, this is a completely different point in the pandemic um, than we've ever been. We're seeing, you know, an enormous, you know, rates in both children and adults. And unfortunately, it's increasing exponentially each week. Um, I mean, they're saying that it's plateauing in New York, which is good, right? That means it comes and goes quickly, theoretically? Yeah, we certainly expect that now we're going to have regional hotspots, right? That you should level off if you started earlier than another area in the country, right? In part because we're such a big country, yeah. right? So it's great we're starting to see some, you know, areas start to level off. I think it's also dependent on what your local area is doing. You know, did they restart, you know, mask requirements? Mm -hmm. Did they upgrade the level of the mask that they're wearing, right? Are they requiring vaccination to come indoors? So I think there are other things, too, that impact how soon a region, you know, can really get their rates down. And New York does 
a fantastic job. And it also depends on how many people in the region are vaccinated, which brings me to this. Delta variant was very deadly. Omicron is said to be less severe, a little more like a cold or flu. So there's a lot of people floating around saying, why get vaccinated if the most deadly version of the disease is behind us? Why? Why bother? You know, absolutely. We have heard that. And I I really want to make sure that we make this clear. That is definitely something that those who are unvaccinated, Omicron is not per se mild for you. We are seeing a lot of hospitalizations, very severe disease. The ICUs are full, right? And those who are who are vaccinated, those are the ones who are not getting severe disease. But those mm-hmm. who are unvaccinated are still suffering from severe consequences. So if you're unvaccinated, you're 10 times more likely to get this variant. You're 17 times more likely to end up in the hospital with it. And you're 20 times more likely to lose your life from Omicron. That is not insignificant. And the best way to prevent getting it from in the first place and to make sure if you do get it that you have a mild disease is to get vaccinated and to make sure that everyone who's around you who is eligible to get vaccinated, also goes out and gets vaccinated. And that doesn't mean one dose. It means both doses and your booster as soon as you're eligible for it. The second part of this question that people ask is, um, you know, a lot of folks are saying the Omicron is is more contagious. It is more contagious. That is a fact. They're also saying that uh, probably everybody's going to get it. Uh, including those that are double vaxxed and boosted. So there's the thinking of, again, that because you're vaxxed and boosted that you aren't going to get it. A lot of people felt like the vaccine meant that you weren't going to catch it. And that's not true, right? That is true. And that's something that we've really been working on getting the message out. You know, just like masks aren't a superhero case, neither are vaccines. There's no vaccine that's 100%. But those who do best with this illness are boosted, right? And they're doing everything else they can to prevent this vaccine. They're staying away from others. They're masking in a high-quality mask. Um, So we certainly want you to know that you get boosted all the way fully vaccinated and boosted, And you still follow the other preventative strategies to prevent, but you still can get the disease. So if you start to have symptoms of COVID, you definitely still want to get tested to make sure that you're not spreading it. And so you're going to be contagious for less long and then significantly less likely to have to go to the hospital, right? Or like we just talked about, lose your life. But it still means that getting vaccinated makes a huge difference. But there's nothing that's 100 percent. So it's un- it's really important that folks understand that, that it doesn't mean there's zero risk to getting COVID. And it certainly doesn't mean that it's not worth it. It also helps us prevent surges like this from happening. Part of why we have new variants is because we don't have enough folks who are vaccinated. Right. And we know that the vaccine is safe. There have been over 250 million people just here in the U.S. who've gotten vaccinated. That's a lot of safety data. And so if you've been waiting for that, you know, today is definitely the day. It's Cafe Mocha on the line. Dr. Samira Brown, she's a pediatrician in the greater Atlanta area. Um, She's part of a team that's doing free vaccines. They're hosting uh, community health fairs across the country. If you want to check that out, go to Stay Well. CommunityHealthFairs.org. 
Dr. Brown, school is back in for pretty much everybody. A lot of folks ain't happy about it. Uh, Chicago, Oakland, uh, some teachers in California have been staging sick outs. Uh, students have been staging sick outs. Um, should kids be in school right now? From a doctor's you know, point have- of view, not as a parent <laughs> or somebody that's got a, a kid at home, just from a strictly professional doctor's point of view, should they be in school? Is it safe? I think it depends on where you are and what is happening in that school. I am not a fan of cookie cutter recommendations, right? There's not one size fits all. All children are not able to go back to school right now safely. If they are surging in their communities and kids are back with no mask or a cloth mask, which we know does not you know, provide enough protection, then no, they should not be in school. If they're not testing kids in their school, that's not the safest environment. And we as pediatricians, it's our job to really stand on the safest side for children. And in the beginning, it was thought that maybe kids, you know, didn't get COVID, maybe they, you know, couldn't pass it. We know all of those 580,000 kids got diagnosed in one week. You said said 580,000 kids? In one week. So that number alone tells you that, no, kids need to be protected better. We know that vaccination rates are low in this in these school ages, right? And they're oftentimes in a school where they don't have the resources to go back to school safe. Right. All schools have the ability to do virtual when they need to, right? Until those rates come down and until they have the supplies that they can. And we understand that there is a huge impact to kids not being able to be in school. I mean, nationally, we're in a crisis you know, of emotional health for children because they've had such back and forth and social isolation. But when you're in a surge this big and you have rates tripling in just two weeks, you have to take a step step back and say, are we doing everything that we can? If you are a parent and your child is five and up, get them vaccinated. It doesn't mean one dose. Again, it means two doses and boosted if they're 12 and up. And that booster comes at five months, not six months from that second dose. You want to put them in a high-grade mask that has proven filtration, which means it has a PFE or a particulate filtration efficiency, and you want to make sure that it fits your child snugly because if it fits tight but it doesn't filter, it's not as helpful. So no cloth masks, no cute little um, frozen cloth masks. You can put that over your filtering mask, right? But you want to make sure that you do have something that is going to provide protection against those droplets, in part because Omicron is so much more contagious. Now, let's say, you know, I have a kid, I'm your your, uh, customer, patient, um, and I said, look, I'm I'm double vaxxed. I got my booster shot, but my kid is five. I don't feel comfortable because we don't know the effects four years, seven years, 10 years down the road for little five year olds who get who get these vaccines. I mean, I feel like that's a valid argument. And I say, listen, we absolutely hear what you're saying. There's no vaccine that we ever stop looking at safety, right? 
there haven't been any vaccine, you know, major effects in these young age groups or like in five-year-olds. There have not been any serious side effects, but we do know that there are very serious side effects of COVID, right? It is one of the top 10 causes of loss of life in children. There are also post-acute sequelae of COVID that are even more dangerous than acute COVID, right? So if you've heard about MISC, it's more likely to happen in children of color, and one out of 100 of those children lose their life. And that's even kids who had no symptoms when they had COVID. But I don't feel like that message has been heard. I don't feel, I mean, the thing we heard, a lot of people are still on the day one message from March 2020, which is, oh, kids don't get it. And if they do get it, they don't die. So what are we talking about? I don't think people have heard that stuff you just said. Right. And I mean, that is a great you know, point that we are as pediatricians are really trying to get out there. Right. And we don't know what's going to happen with kids who've had COVID. Right. That's the other thing we also are still learning. What happens to kids who had COVID, and some kids have had each variant or more than one, right? What is going to happen long-term with those children? We do not see a risk because what we know is that so far, everyone that we vaccinated in those young age groups, they have done extremely well and there hasn't been any serious side effects. But that certainly cannot be said for children that get infected with COVID. It isn't something that, you know, you should just it's not a big deal if my child has COVID. All right. Well, we appreciate you stopping into Cafe Mocha. If you want to get all the information, go to staywellcommunityhealthfairs.org. Dr. Samira Brown, thank you so much for joining us on Cafe Mocha. Thank you for having me. This is Cafe Mocha, Angelique Lonnie Love, and yo, yo. Uh, yo, yo, you a rapper. And yes. I need to know what's going on in the hip hop community because... <laughs> There's been a lot, a lot of violence, it, a lot it's of... It's crazy. It's like it, it, a- you know, Lonnie, it really is disturbing and troubling to just see all of the violence. I mean, you know, a lot of states are doing a call to action, you know, to get out and speak before just to, I don't know, how do we address this issue? I mean, the hip hop community, I know I've really been in talks and in... Um, you know, getting together, trying to figure out what can we do as the legends of hip hop, those who have come before them. How can we stop this violence in hip hop? It's very disturbing. I mean, we just had Young Doe. He was shot down. Um, as uh, as of this taping, there was a manhunt out for his uh, alleged shooter who was actually someone that was in his, on his label. His camp, his camp. Yeah. I think right his next name to is him. Drop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Snoop Dogg had the, the uh, concert and the young yeah. man. Draco. Draco. Draco was, was stabbed yeah. at a concert Fatally. in Los Angeles. Yes. And ended his life. There's definitely something going on in hip-hop in the air. It used to be, I, I believe you would say, yo-yo manufactured beefs. And then right. they became, you know, because that was something for publicity. This is real. This is real, you know, issues that are happening in our community. And the sad thing, the sad thing is they're so young and the effect really bothers the families. 
Um, these kids are young, 16, 17 years old, 23 years old. I, I don't know what the beef is. It's a lot of jealousy. It's, a, you know, nowadays this social media has mm-hmm. so many people fronting and mm-hmm. perpetrating and perpetuating so much that it's jealous and envy is really playing a role. And, um, you know, your, your, your friend is your enemy now. Wow. Well, we, we got to. We got to do better. Keep on praying. That's the show. Make sure you subscribe to Cafe Mocha by going to iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. Type in Cafe Mocha Radio and hit subscribe. Until next weekend, you can find us on all platforms at Cafe Mocha Radio. Cafe Mocha is a production of Miles Ahead Broadcasting in partnership with Compass Media. Executive producer Sheila Eldridge. For comments, booking, or more information, visit CafeMochaRadio.com. Announcing the Mocha Podcast Network, an innovative lifestyle podcast network featuring conversations from a black perspective. Curated with respected voices led by actresses and comedians, Sherry Shepard and Kim Whitley. We're funny and we have a point of view. We call that edumatainment. That's what we call it. Is that what it is? Veteran TV journalist, Rolanda Watts. Shocking the heck out of everybody. The legendary Unky Divas in Vogue. This topic is girl groups in the industry. To syndicated broadcast personalities, Lonnie Love and Dee Dee McGuire, as well as an array of experts and activists. Mocha Podcast Network, a lifestyle destination with authentic voices and perspectives designed to enrich and empower women of color with a unique listening experience. More than a destination, the Mocha Podcast Network is a full-service studio that offers an ongoing portfolio of production, distribution, marketing, guest booking, and most importantly, ad sales. With a unique revenue model for podcasters that includes customized promotional campaigns created specifically around podcaster and targeted audience, service social media promos and pushes, MPN brand advertising, targeted electronic newsletter, experienced sales representation, For advertisers, the Mocha Podcast Network is a safe marketplace to align their brands with trusted voices, organically engaging the highly in-demand female consumer and more. With quality over quantity, from concept to completion, now is the time for content creators and brands to join the innovative Mocha Podcast Network and experience unapologetic conversations with a new perspective.